We build our legacy piece by piece, and maybe the whole world will remember you, or maybe just a couple of people, but you do what you can to make sure you're still around after you're gone. David Lowry. That was a quote regarding legacy. So that's one of the topics that we about to cover today. This is the Do For Self podcast with me, Kev Bees, and my mans. One of one, Skit, we in the building. I ain't see that coming, but I loved it. I love the energy we bring in today. We about to get busy. We talking about legacy. You know, we talking about strippers. It's like, no, we ain't talking about strippers. <laughs> we talking about legacy. We talking yeah. about being a man today. You know, what it means to be a man. And one life became real to us, like that oh shit moment, you know. You're never ready for it, but it always comes swinging, you know, like Canelo Alvarez in the 12th motherfucking round. But here we are. I'm going to pass it off to my brother, my king, my guy. Damn. Excuse me. I take all that back. Like, that was real peasant <laughs> work. Excuse like, me. Said, like, damn. Right in the mic, right huh? Right in the mic. I just... Shitting me right in the mic. You after me. that glorious right, start. like I was trying to build you up, and you just give me barbaric. Well, behavior. you can still build me up. You ain't got no. I got to tear you down. This is, we're black. Like this is wow. the black community. Once you make wow. one mistake, I got to tear you down. Wow, like is that not the that, rules? I thought that was the rules horrible. of being black. That's horrible. That, no, no. I'm that's wrong? Ju- that actually that might be accurate, but that shouldn't okay. be the rules okay. of being black. Okay. Hey, that shouldn't be the rules. Hey man, say man. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Man on the plane. Legacy, 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 legacy. What is legacy to you? What is legacy to me? Legacy is what you leave behind in your wake. So basically, basically, excuse me? Debt. (laughs) That's what niggas leave behind. Debt. Okay, I don't know. Health bills. <laughs> I don't know. $10,000 exactly coffee. That, that would be you the know, first. No life I mean, that, that's, we're not talking about, that's all like right, some right, bullshit. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Like, I'm talking about people leaving something worthy right, of being I'ma mentioned. Stop, I'm going like, to stop sabotaging. <laughs> I'm going to stop sabotaging. Shut the fuck up. Wow, crab in a barrel ass nigga. Crab in a barrel. <laughs> but yeah, so legacy. Basically, to me, legacy is what you leave behind in your week. Basically, what you've done, a culmination of your life achievements that affect you, your family, and potentially the Everything next generation follow. to come. Right. Everything and the, or actually the next few generations to come, depending on how big, big you build your legacy. How you go big on big. And so on and so forth. So <clears throat> I'm going to start by asking my man right here. Me? What is the legacy that you want to leave behind? <laughs> Stevie J. <laughs> uh, what legacy nothing. do People, I want to leave nothing. behind? I wasn't ready for that. I don't. I don't. I'm still trying to figure it out. But all right, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a serious answer. When I die, I really just want to be respected. That's. That, I think that's what the end all be all be. You know what I'm saying? I want some. I want to be a. To be cliche, I just want niggas to be like that was an authentic dude right there. Like that's somebody when mm-hmm. he died, like the world going to miss his presence. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did a lot of real shit. When I say real shit, I consider real shit by giving, doing, empowering, uh, inspiring, you know, just bringing positive... I know we say positive energy a lot, but, you know, uh, that's what it is, though. Positive energy, you know, giving people different outlooks. Like, I come from a place where a lot of people that look like me don't make it. They never even think of making it. You know what I'm saying? They never even taste something outside of their normal. So it's like... 
for me, it's like it's a lot of pressure on me because it's like I want to show people, I want to help people, I want to get people out of these situations. Those that want to be helped, of course, because you can't help somebody that don't want to help themselves. But at the end of it all, I just want to be somebody that was well respected. Like that's what that's what the bottom line for me is. Like, God forbid. I go before my mother, you feel what I'm saying, or any of my family members, you know what I mean. But when it come time, or my wife, and whenever that time they come, my wife, my children, when they, when I, when that funeral come and people talking about me, like they speak very highly of me. Granted, everybody speak highly of people at their funeral, but I want people to actually mean it, not because oh he died, so I feel compelled to speak nicely. Right, let me put some words like, together for yeah, him. but like you know what I'm saying. And then some people even struggle to do that. Like when people die, they be like, ah, what the fuck can I say nice about this guy? Like I want it. I want to make everybody else's job easier. For so when my day come, it's like throw a dart at a board and you can pick a moment where I did some something that you like was like damn that made me feel better about myself or that made my life feel better or just I respected him more like so that's what it come down that's what my legacy to be anything else all the money the cars the clothes all that tangible shit I can give a fuck about like cause that shit that shit gonna be gone when I'm gone like that shit ain't I can't take it with me but you feel me my name like the the my character that I left behind that's what matter like even for perfect example, like Tupac, like why do why do people want to be like Tupac so much? Because what he represented, what he stood for, like some a lot of people who not of the culture might not understand an outlaw, quote unquote thug. Like he was a rebel. He was a motherfucker that just didn't care. Like he gonna do what he wanna do, he gonna stand for what he wanna stand for, he gonna speak on what he wanna speak on. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like that. It's either you like it or fuck you, you know. And deceptively educated. Right, right, you know, right. Excuse me, very educated. So that's my legacy, just respect. So what about you? Um, I'm going to get to what I think would be my ideal legacy whenever I'm not here. Um, money, power, respect. But just <laughs> money, power, respect. Just speaking on legacies at large, I think that it's something that oh, I'm hesitant to say black people. Say it. But that's how you. That's no, 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 your, no. Because, and I'm not going to say that. Okay. Because I feel like a certain part of legacy is tied to wealth. And let me let me explain right, that. Explain that because I'm trying um, to understand why. Why? Is so that I think in certain circles and depending on your background and how you grew up, you know, what I'm saying people are more in tune with okay. Like, so say, say like a relative of like the Ford family. Okay. You know what I'm saying? An immediate family. Ford as in the car. Ford as in the car. Like right. Ford Motors. Ford Motors. Henry Ford, I think was his first name. I believe so. So somebody that's coming from that lineage, right? They are born with this. Pressure. Weight on their shoulders. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost like a weight on their shoulders. It's like, okay. You got one, expectations delivered. Right. Like, one who going to carry on my legacy. Like, that's immediately impressed on children. I feel like coming from certain circles, um, when you're dealing with X amount of wealth, um, as opposed to... I'll say a commoner, <laughs> like a commoner, wow. a commoner like us. Yeah, I'm not excluding myself. Where when you, treat me as such. when you uh when you're born, it's more of like 
you born into a survival mode instantly. Okay. It's like your mindset is, okay, how do I... Everybody want to improve their living situation. It's not a single human out here that don't want to improve their living situation in a certain way. In a certain way, shape, or form, I'm not necessarily talking about... You bum-ass niggas! I'm not necessarily talking about money. But at the same time, everybody wants to improve their lifestyle somehow, some way. Um, I'll give you that. I'll concede to that. You know, even bum ass niggas want to do something better. They want to be a bum better in a better way. Like, okay. Like, damn, how can I be a bum and get paid for it? Right, exactly. (laughs) Or how do I be a bum more lavishly? You know? Right, you know? Like, let me be a bum. In a penthouse, as opposed to how do I be a bum in a penthouse? As opposed to Rose Rose, or you want to cry in a Honda? Mm. <laughs> yeah, well put, well said, right? Well said, that was very well said. But everybody strives to be better in life. But I feel like that legacy stamp is something that's imposed on you when you are of a certain background, when you're coming from a certain level of wealth. Um, so what, you, what you're saying is, like, people that, that come matter. from our type of background. It's like nobody is expecting you to leave. I don't think it's preached. I don't think it's enforced or emphasized nearly as much. And it's not as common mm-hmm. as people who come from a certain backgrounds. Like, we, we don't have to go as Names far. We don't have to go yeah. as like far as like uh, Carnegie's and people like that or former kings. We don't have to go that high. Like right. even in the instance of, okay... Mother and father was doctors. That is true. You know, like, it's a certain right, level Obama's. of expectation there, whether it's never spoken, whether it's never said. It's like, you expected to carry on his legacy, even if you're not being a doctor and they don't impress that on you. It's... It's a certain level of your know, expectations. Exactly, it's a certain level of expectations. Yeah. Opposed to and the those expectations whose are typically aren't doctors, right. or lawyers, and et cetera, et cetera. It's like, right. Oh, you come from smart genetics. You come from hardworking people. Like, mm-hmm. Honestly, but that's a funny thing, and it's from it's from your family as well as people maybe even outside your family. No, very but. much so, very much so. But that's the funny thing because people think about that because oh, doctors are hardworking, they're intelligent. But it's people that's working 80 hours that just don't get paid as much as them. They're working just as hard. They're just not getting paid as much. Like, so... Mm. That's a fact. But I think the education... Is what plays and the like factor. And like you said, that's like the, the fact, Yeah, like the education and the fact that you are getting paid X amount, um, whether you're working the same hours or whether you're working less, I think that's a direct correlation to uh, legacies and, and, and how it's impressed on... Generations coming up from that. Uh, my legacy, what I want to be left behind. You got to get is, into it. You got to get into it. Talk to I want to be somebody who, when I die, whenever I die, known as a person who spread love and wasn't um, actually a person who withheld knowledge. Yeah, I know how like, much you hate that. You know? Yeah, you know that's a that's a big deal mm-hmm. for me. Like like people who withheld knowledge and stuff this like is that. The information age, so you're right. You know. Yeah, and I mean at the end of the day, you can kind of find it as long as you're searching for it. But when people come across me, I want them to know that you gave it up, right? I'm like you ain't give. Like, a fuck. I, I'll give. I'll yeah. give you the real. Like this is what I know. This is what I don't know. Um, and Take for better real. or for worse, <laughs> you know. 
I'm gonna give you what it is that I have, right. and then it's up to you to operate. Right, and figure out the that. rest. You know what I'm saying? But right. you're not gonna be no petty ass nigga and be like, "Oh no, I can't, I can't put you on game, young blood." Right, can't put you on game. Or, or, yeah, or try to dance around it and you know hide, hide it and shit, and do things like that. So I want to be somebody who spread love, somebody who was always known to freely give information. Um, I think respect to somebody is something that everybody wants going to the grave. It's like, okay, that's a part but of it. are a, you willing to, to me, die to me, for it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people not like, Yeah. Like, like, for my respect, yes, absolutely. Um, and that's not in a thuggish way, necessarily. I understand. You, I understand. It's not, be, you ain't got to be no thug type nigga. Right. It's but it's like... It's, Principles. Principalities, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so just standing by what you believe in. That's another thing that's important um to me. So those is like philosophical things that I want to be a part of my legacy. But other than that, like more tangible things is yeah. you know, me, I'm big on <laughs> um pushing the black initiative forward. So if I was able to do that in any way, shape, or form, i.e., you know, I would like to start a school one day. Right, right. So speaking into existence, that, like starting a school, a charter, a nice um, charter. That's gonna happen. Right, starting a nice school. What color uniforms they gonna be wearing, bro? Ooh, you don't I don't know, know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, I about think, uniforms, because you don't even like uniforms, did you? I don't, I don't necessarily like the thought of uniforms, but um, or I understand where they had <laughs> <Or> a place. <laughs> I understand where they had a place. Um, right. So I don't. I never thought about like the fact of oh, what my school was going to have a uniform hey, man, or just cold that, and blah blah on, blah. Got that shit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But I don't know. You know, like the school thing is one big part that I definitely want to execute and that I will execute as far as being a part of my legacy. All right. So look, right. Not to cut you off. Since we talking you about cut me off. Yeah, don't care. <laughs> uh, since we talking about legacy, you know I gotta I gotta add my little spice to it, right? So, of course, everybody wants a good legacy, right? If you was to check, whenever did you check? What is the what do you think the blemish or the negative would be to your legacy? Fucked your head up with that one, didn't I? No, not really. It's just that I'm trying to run through. Like my life thus far, like if I died today, personally, it be my blemish. If I'm talking about you, I'm be like, man, this nigga was a fucking sucker, man. This nigga let niggas take advantage of him. This nigga was soft. I spread too much love. He spread too much love. <laughs> showed yeah, too much like love. He showed too, this nigga ain't had that, no that restraint. That could be an easy downfall. I'm like, this nigga had no restraint. He that just was giving out downfall, love, motherfucker. <laughs> Stab him in his back, and he's smiling in their face <laughs> all the time. That you want to take your place That would be my thing stairs. I ain't going front I'm going to be the nigga At the front of the Like You's a bitch <laughs> I know what you did You ain't fuck with my mans <laughs> Who the fuck let him in I'm going to be that nigga At the front <laughs> Drunk as a bitch Man well, I need one of those at mine I'm going to be mad. I need one of those at mine Real so. shit Who the fuck let this nigga sign enough for Get him it, the fuck out of here Get him the fuck out of here <laughs> But yeah So like the school The school is definitely a part And I never even uh, that's your question personally. I mean, you kind of you still got for time, me, but that definitely is one of the things I think will be like my downfall. Um, is loving too much or caring too, too much, much about certain people. 
Um, when they but don't you can necessarily live with that, deserve though, that, or you could die with that. You I, can, I mean, you yeah, I, I can live and die with that. But at the same time, it's like if anybody asks, what will be a blemish? Like, okay, he that's set a, himself back. Like he mm, set himself okay. back. You know what I'm saying? But even still, that's one of those. Uh, that's one of those trick joints. Like you know how when you go to uh, you go to interviews and they be like, so what is your weakness? And you know me, I be in that bit, and I be in that bitch like, yeah, you know, I just work too hard. You know, I just I just can't <laughs> stop working. You know, I just I get my mind on the test. It's one of those type things. You know, but what that's saying? not like, that's not necessarily. Like a, I don't consider that to be like a. That's what I'm saying. You don't consider it to be a negative, but it's one of those like positive. But then I negatives. could see, yeah, I could see how it could be a negative, like easily, like especially that. Yeah, that but one like in particular. If, for a job, and I'm like, oh, he's hardworking, slave. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Book it. laughs> like check him off. Check him off. Check him off. That's get him what I mean. Here. Like it's one of those. Get him in here. Positive negatives, like oh, he right. loved too much. Oh, he gave too much. Like. That's something that's... It Too much be, of anything can be a bad thing. Exactly. But at the same time, it's still positive to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. That's the point I was making. As far as pure negative shit, I don't think I have anything that I would say... Um, so your like, coke habit? No? We're not going to address your coke habit? Wow. You went there. <laughs> you went there on air. My God. I don't hey, do coke, y'all. He fucking around. No, I ain't fucking around. I knew bro. he was gonna say that whole ass shit. <laughs> I ain't lying. No, I fuck with the blow over here. <laughs> At least to my knowledge. At least to my knowledge. But <laughs> getting back to the whole legacy thing, um, I just feel like legacies derive from wanting to be remembered after you're gone. It was okay. kind of in the quote. It was well, actually, I think it was in the quote uh, that I read to start the segment out. But I think that that's like a human thing. I think that's like specific to humans. I mean, you can't look at anything else on our planet and be like, that thing wants to be remembered once it's gone. Uh-huh. Like it shows a desire to be remembered once it's gone, and this axe is is proving that right. Like, okay, this person is doing this, but this ain't going to really be something that's, you know, going to affect his life right. right now or his immediate family right now. Like, that's going to be something that's done down the line. Down the line, yeah. Um, All that other bullshit. And that's... <laughs> going to go on to more. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, that, it's just that desire to want to be remembered. And I think that's so strong that it transcends even death itself. It's like you can't stand the thought. It's kind of egotistic when you think about it in nature. Very much it's so. like you, you can't stand the thought of somebody forgotten. forgetting yeah. about you when you're gone. So you go to extreme limbs sometimes with certain people or extraordinary limbs uh, to make sure that you remember, whether that's in a good way or a bad way. But niggas going to remember me. I'm like, not going to front. At some point in my immature childish days, I was like, yo, if my life ain't going the way I wanted to and I'm not like making a difference, I'm going to go out on a high-speed chase, and I'm going to go down in history. Like, <laughs> I really told myself at that one point in time. I Niggas ain't going to rem- remember you off no high-speed chase. But it's going to make the news, and that's going to be history. Motherfucker can Google Barely. my shit. Well, my, my, Barely. my grandfather, was he went out in a guns a-blazing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could Google it, you know what I'm saying? And that's like, only going to last about one generation max. I don't know, man. One generation I know, max. Man. I got I actually, money. Yo, that's crazy. No, I really don't have a story. But I think uh my grandfather's father, I think he was I think he was a criminal, but I don't want me speaking on that man and he wasn't really a criminal. His name was mm-hmm. Kid Cradle. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the history last thing. But I'm pretty sure he might have been a criminal. But I don't want to say that. My grandmother slapped me in her grave. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's these stories last. <laughs> putting out like, them sad facts. Right, putting sad fact right there for you. <laughs> um, putting out them damn sad facts. But no, man, I'm saying, like, it's, I don't know. Like That's I said, it. I was like, if I, if I can't get no type of fame, I was childish at that time. I'm going to get some mm-hmm. notoriety then. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be infamous mm-hmm. then. Infamous. I'm going to be infamous. I'm not, the whole point, the whole point of the logic was like, I'm not going to die average. Like, I did something where motherfuckers can point and was like, yo, we're going to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody, somewhere. Even if it's for 30 even, minutes after. Even if it's for fucking 30 minutes and it's something that's not necessarily accepted by society. Mm-mm-mm. That's saying something. That's saying something because it's sad, whereas though you can admit that that was like a childish thing at the time, some people really think like that, like right, throughout right. their lives. Like, yeah, even if I go out, yeah. When I'm I mean, 16, the funny thing I'm about gonna be it known is, because of this, and it's I like still don't, niggas really ain't gonna remember you. I still not off of that. Don't or won't accept me having a, a average life, or you know, what I'm saying a mediocre a life that wasn't worth living. So, but now mm-hmm. I I operate it differently, or I think differently, I approach it differently of how I can like solve this problem that I have or you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying or this goal that I want to achieve like if I don't want to be average and or forgotten all right what am I going to do in this lifetime and that's the funny thing because it comes to magnitudes I don't need a million people to fucking cherish me when I die I don't even know you motherfuckers like why the fuck do I care like I'm not trying to be Prince I'm not trying to be Michael Jackson I'm not trying to be Kobe but if I could like influence like my family members to you know what I'm saying? Keep my name going or to tell a story of me to the following after. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I wish you could have met such and such because he was this type of person. Like, that's good enough for me. Like, I could I could die satisfied knowing that that's what was to come, you know? I ain't going to lie. I want to be remembered by the masses. <laughs> like, or, or a movement that I started, not even necessarily me. Because I'm black, y'all. Because mm-hmm. I'm black. He'll say the movement. And I'm bliggity black. Because I'm, I'm black, black y'all. Nah. The movement, bro. I like want to start power. a movement. Like, <laughs> I don't know exactly in which direction that movement would go uh-huh. um, just yet. But even if it's not me, something with my name tied to it. I want to be remembered by the masses. Um and I don't think that that's Do you a want negative. your name to be remembered or do you want to be remembered? Because it's like you could be forgotten, but your the people that come after you, like your sons, could create like you know what I'm saying? I mean, the person itself always want to be remembered. Right. <laughs> like to a certain extent. Like I said, that's why anybody does anything, whereas though they feel like, you know, okay, this ain't really gonna be something that's maybe not even accomplished in my lifetime, but right. As long as I set the the events in motion, people whether it's a move, whether it's via movement, whether it's via uh, one important action, uh, people want to be remembered. Like they want to be acknowledged as the person who did X, Y, and Z. Understood. Um, to make something happen. So yes, I want to be remembered. I could care less if the masses remember me, as opposed to what. Type of movement that I started, what train of thought? Okay, that so I'm you want you want to be you want you're more so focused on like whatever you created being bigger than you than it necessarily right. being. Okay, that's right. Selfless. I don't want it. I don't want the movement to necessarily be 
tether, you know what I'm saying, to my name. Right, right. I understand. Um, because for some of the things that I have aspirations for, it won't be just me. Like, it won't be, right. it'll be a team. It'll be a community, you a go, city, maybe even a you nation. You go further but, together, you go faster alone. Yeah. Yeah. So... I definitely would like to be remembered by the masses um, for the movement portion of it, gotcha. but not necessarily my name. I want my movement or my philosophy or my train of thought. What you what you build? Yeah, on. what you build right. because that is a part of you. So right. And as far as me being uh-huh. remembered, that's something that I personalize. It's like yo want have. A I statue. don't care if <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. I do want a statue, not of this me guy, though. I don't. Guy. I want it to be of something cool and creative, but not, not of me. You. Like yeah, because then I'm just if I'm alive for it, I look at it and be like. Uh, they didn't do that great of a job here. <laughs> I was like trying to think of people. Like, they didn't capture my good side. Like, <laughs> you going to fucking critique it. <laughs> right. Um, who was the artist we hired for this? I'm, uh, like, I'm like, why did no one talk to me about this first? Um, like, his nose looks very niggerly, if, <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> no, fuck that. Give me a big round ass nose. I don't give no fucks. Yeah. But, no. Nah, um, in all seriousness, uh, that desire to be remembered is something that I'm... Willing to acknowledge. I feel like a lot of people ignore it or act like it's not there when it is there subconsciously. That feeling. Yeah, it's like when I'm gone, like, is niggas going to remember me? Like, is my people going to remember me? Like, even if you're not wanting to be remembered by the masses and stuff like that, even if it's like a personal thing, so, like, as am we, I going to be remembered? As Before we wrap this up, as we sit here and we discuss this, my thing is, I don't even think I really... I mean, of course, like you said, we all want to be remembered, but more what's more importantly to me is how I'm remembered, you know? Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's inherent. That's yeah. what, I feel like that's a part of it, is is how you remember. You right. don't just want somebody to be like, no, cause you could be oh, rem- yeah, yeah, I remember I remember Kevin. He wasn't I remember shit. him. <laughs> you right? remember me or like, not even, yeah. not even that, just, just like, my, if you remember my name and nothing about me, then it's pointless. Like, True. I defeated the purpose. Like anybody can necessarily no, remember like, you, like. You no, know I'm saying, hey, like, man, you you remember what's his name died like ten years ago? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember he was a, he was a cool boy. See, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like, my thing is more so what they speak on. Even though I'm dead and I really can't care, but it's like what they speak on when I'm dead. That's what I mean by how you know, mm-hmm. like what they speak because they can remember me, but they can remember me. Oh, that nigga was fucking cruddy. That nigga stole my bitch. You know, <laughs> he pawned my motherfucking Xbox, the Roly. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why it's more so how it's more so like even if yeah, motherfuckers forgetting me two years after, as as long as that two years, whenever my name came up, I'm like, damn, I miss that guy. Like that was, now that was a stand up guy. We needed mm-hmm. more. That's that's more important to me than being remembered for ten, fifteen. 20 years after I go. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I just feel like it's inherent. I yeah. feel like if you're thinking about a legacy, that's a part of your legacy. Like that, it, more so than a person itself, that is the legacy. Like people is going to forget what you look like and stuff like that before they forget what you stood for. Yeah. Like that, that's what transcends time. Like that's that's what makes it as opposed to 
you know, do you actually remember the person themselves? Is do you remember how they was, what they stood for, what they personal views was, you know, was they respectable, was they not, so on and so forth. I guess in that aspect, everybody leaves a legacy whether you want to or not. Right, one way or another. But it's about, or what I'm referring to is just being conscious of your legacy and acknowledging that and really making moves to implement stuff that's going to have you remember for forever. Like like Nipsey, like Nipsey, for example. Don't make me cry. You know what I'm saying? Like he to me, his legacy is one that's untouchable. Um impeccable. It's impeccable. So something along those lines would be looking it would be something that I would I would like to achieve. And even though Everybody can look at him and be like, yeah, his life clearly got cut short. Like, he yeah. clearly had more to offer the world. I don't think and people stuff realize like that. how young the, like, dying in your 30s is. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's and your early 30s. Early 30s. In your early 30s. So, you know, like, a, le- a legacy like that is something that I would be looking to achieve where niggas looked at me and was like, yo, he never even even if he amassed uh, a tremendous amount of wealth, he still was at uh, you know, he was a normal nigga normal like the rest of us. Yeah. Like you could walk up to him, you could rap with him. No, I'm gonna shoot the fuck um, out. You. I'm like I'm you know saying like humble out. like just the basic traits that everybody a good human being you know, a, a good human being would like to it. attain, yeah. which is like humbleness. Um, being able to share as far as like information, giving back, um, all of these things is things or cornerstones, I think, of a legacy. When you look at people who have legacies that withstood time, I feel like they either very infamous or they very notable. Right. Um, and but either way, I feel like they touched on certain cornerstones of a legacy and one way shape reform and certain things and all of these legacies that or people that you study in these history books, um, that they have whether it was on the good side or the bad side, but it's certain things that they touch that touch other people in one way shape or form, whether that generates hate, whether it generates uh. You know, blind loyalty and love, and jealousy, um, jealousy, whatever the case may be. A legacy is something that you just can't ignore. So, if you out there and you one of them people who, you know, you got everything going on in your life, and you know, you would consider your life to be a pretty good life to to the point where wherever you are. Um, whether you're young or old, but you just feel like it's something itching. Like, it's like, yo, it's an itch that ain't been scratched. Um, like, it's something bigger that I need to be obtaining or going for. I'm not going to um, make a joke. I'm not going to make a joke. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> if it's something that you are going for, you know, um, or that you feel as though you need to be going uh, towards that you just haven't figured it out yet, Take a look at what your goals is. Take a look at what you want people to remember you as when you're gone and see if you can work backwards from that. Um, begin with because, the end. Begin, yeah, begin with the end because legacies are, like I said, something that everybody tries to 
I ain't gonna say everybody, but I feel like a large amount of people shit don't come overnight. Try not to acknowledge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a given. Um, but it's inevitable. You're gonna leave something behind. Somebody's gonna think something of you when you're gone. And is do you want them to remember you by this, this, and that, or do you want them to remember you by ABC versus XYZ, Elemental P? Whatever you want people okay, to remember you as. <laughs> trying to flex like he knew his alphabet. We get it. Uh, I see, if you ain't noticed, I skipped all through that bitch. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so legacies. We done with that? We done with legacies? No. Damn. It's like, nah. Yeah, damn. <laughs> damn. Damn, 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 Yeah, this man is playing. What we got next, man? What we got next? Next, we got when did life get... Real hit the fucking big. When did shit hit the fan for when you? The when did you crack realize dropped. when the crack dropped? And what was that? What what what, what era that was? That was the eighties. The eighties, boy. That's when I knew life was real. He wasn't even born. Wasn't he even wasn't even born. thought of. Wasn't even thought no, of. I was thought of. No, you was, was not thought of. thought of. No, you was not. I fight you. Egotistical I'll ass nigga. You. you was not thought I'm about. I would call 80s. my mom, bro. <laughs> And she gonna tell you you wasn't thought of. She gonna say the girls are back in town. The girls are back. In town. <laughs> uh, when did life get real? Oh uh, man, I feel like life was always fucking real for me, man. Like when did all right? So that's that's funny, right? So the question is, when did you realize life is real, right? So and I say and I kind of like split it up because. I feel as like I knew when life was real, but I didn't acknowledge life was real into a later point. Like, you know, okay. the first time I experienced death, I believe I was eight. I believe. I could be wrong. I could have been, I could have been younger than that. Um, and then I think after that, I experienced death probably like a, when I say death, I mean like deaths that are actually close to me. Like I always mm-hmm. knew people were dying. Like, mm-hmm. even people that were relatively close, like, in our neighborhood or in our area or in our community, but it's like, when it gets close, that's when yeah, it, hit, it, hit it hit a little bit harder. I think uh, maybe, I want to say 15. 15, 14, that's when the boy, what? That shit was ass. That's when I, I was fighting. I wasn't even fighting. I was fighting, but I was getting my ass whipped by depression. Uh, for Like, 14, 15, 16, which is crazy because everybody thinks that... People in this age like range don't have problems because they don't pay bills, which is a fair assessment, but it's not because they're still human beings that are growing, learning. That's not. To- a, I wouldn't say that's a fair assessment at all. What you mean? As far as people. No, I'm saying like somebody age, who's like somebody who knows not what it dealing feels with like real be, problems, huh? Not dealing with real problems because no, you but it's like okay, at that age. but I'm saying like as all right, you're gonna you have a son right when he turns 15, 16, 14, right? Mm-hmm. You done been through a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying at that point you'd had been through a lot of shit. So for him to be like, oh, I'm going through, I'm depressed, I'm this, that, and the third. You, in your mind, you like nigga, you don't pay no bills, you don't worry about shit. I do everything for you. I buy your clothes, I buy your food. Like when you looking at it from that point of view is like what the fuck are you complaining like what are you worried about but they not, trust is real so not, and that's what I'm saying I'm not saying it's not mm-hmm. but I could understand the adults that were dealing with real shit like alright my check might be short this week cause I had to take a day off you feel what I'm saying I got an oil change coming up 
you know what I'm saying? They raising the insurance, they raising the rent because it's another year. Like the level of stuff they were stressing about was mm-hmm. different. So I can understand somebody attempting to discredit someone who is 15 and 16 that's not dealing with real life shit yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but for me personally, like I was back to what I was saying. Like, I realized life was real when people was getting killed or dying and they wasn't coming back. And I was like, oh shit, like. This ain't no joke. And is this as sick as it sounds, or it's it's sick to me because it's like I'm so used to like when people die, like I I'm so used to me using it as fuel to achieve what I want to achieve in life. Mm-hmm. Because it's like every time somebody die, it's a constant reminder, like, yo, <laughs> your you're time. On clock. Right, you're on a fucking on a bro. Clock. That's yo, that's perfect words. You're on a clock. So it's like. I was for that after after the the depression phase, people were still close to me was still dying, but how I was processing it started to become differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it became like, all right, this person died. All right, I'm about to get this done. I'm about to do this. I'm about to. You feel what I'm saying? Like You're right. And that's why I say you're sick because it's like, damn, I'm using people with death as a, a energy source to propel myself to doing what I need to do instead of just doing what I need to do because, you know. We expire at some point, right. um, but that was my like. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with around 13 is when I realized uh, life was real because that's 13, 14. That's when life started to hit hard. People was dying, money was getting short. You know, I was getting to the age where I could work legally. Like I was always working because my mom always had me with some type of gig or odd job or selling waters on the street. Like I was mm-hmm. always working, but. I realized life was real when people that was 13, 14, my age, was dying. Um, but what about you, Kev? When, when did, what, did, what was your realization? Like, all right, life ain't no joke. So, thankfully, uh, I haven't experienced death too much. Um, How? You from Philly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. All right, right. Um, no, that's a blessing, though. Uh, that's a blessing. Right, like, blessing. you know what I'm saying? It'd be people who, and that's not, that's why I never quite understood people who would take death as a joke. Because, and when I say that, I mean basically like people who would try to get brownie points to get attention off of somebody else's death, like, i.e., somebody you didn't really fuck with, but all of a sudden you at the oh funeral God, crying. It's a lot of that eat, happening. It's a bro. lot of that happening. Talk about um, it. That shit And that shit is sick. just weird. That's, that's, a, shit that's is, an illness. Yeah, that's like, illness. That's, that's weird to me. It's, like, one of the weirdest things in life. Right, you, who, you imitating people's real feelings. Like, right. But you doing it to And it's real to them. Right, yeah. but you doing it because you want some attention to a certain degree. Uh, but no, I wouldn't say death was it for me, even though I've experienced it. Um, I wouldn't say that was like the signal for me. It wasn't a flare gun for me that okay. life was getting real or that it was real. I would say my first interaction with life getting real when was basically right. You know it. You know where <laughs> I was going. Yes, I'm dead oh, serious. I was talking shit. I'm dead serious. Uh, Hell no, bro. It's when you know. I had to well when I started working because like, when I had when I had when I had first started working right uh, we both similar in that way whereas though we started working pretty much as soon as we could right um, wasn't no choice <laughs> and 
I was like, man, I'm like, yeah, I'm getting my first check. Oh, you thought this like is shit. Dope. Yeah. You know it's like, funny though, but I'm like, you know it's really funny dope. because it's not even the taxes that's like taxes, everybody pay taxes, right? Oh, it's a tax. That, but that's what I'm saying. That hurt you. <laughs> but you didn't see the tax that didn't Right, show that's what I'm saying. Like that, it's a tax. <laughs> the tax is definitely that you a tax. See on your check. Right. Um when I first started collecting checks and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden I got hit with that. Um, well, you know, I'm gonna need this or I'm gonna need that, and I'm like, but I'm a child, you know, like I'm young, you're not right. And instantly, when I started making money, is when life got real for me because that's when I realized that one, I'm always gonna have to provide provide for myself, but then even more so, I might have to provide for somebody else, yeah. You know, for the rest of my life, I'm probably going to have to do this. And that's when it got real for me. And at certain points, you know, it got more serious than others. Sometimes it would be like, oh, well, I need 200 for this or I need 400 for that. Um, but that became a trend <laughs> and still is a trend. A way of life. <laughs> and still is a trend uh, to a certain extent. Um, whereas though... I have always felt like, for the most part, like I had to carry somebody. And it was like funny because it's like, okay, one person on their feet. Oh, now another person, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I need this and I need that. And I need well, why this like, and I need oh, that. Why or that how does made, that fall on you, though? That's what I'm saying. As as a grown adult, how does that always or somehow fall on you? Um, Or is that so like people? That so like people, your, would like, people, would like to, people would like to pretend that... You know, like, oh, it don't fall on me necessarily, but it's like, okay, <laughs> if you don't get- have this, now you're talking about a situation where you asked out in one way, shape, or form uh, or another. So it's like, okay. You're in a trick bag. I'm I'm young. I'm working. Um, you got to do your part. You know, uh, my mom, she'll come to me and be like, okay, um, you know, I need, like, Two three hundred dollars, mind you, I ain't making shit like that. That's I what just making. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? That might be a yeah. check for me because I ain't gonna front the but, forty hour checks was probably like four hundred dollars. Yeah, you know like, yeah. After after uh, Uncle Sam took his uh, paper off top, yeah, you looking at about that range, you know, for them for them little yeah. bullshit ass jobs you gonna get as a teenager. Bullshit, but um. You know, when somebody coming to you and you got a couple dollars in your pocket and you thinking, or at least that's how it went for me, it's like, oh, I'm about to get fly. Oh, I'm about to throw this shit on. I'm about you know to get especially, AI, especially me, I went to a school where, you know, wasn't no uniforms and shit like that. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm about to fuck the game up this time. Like, yeah, I'm about to step the foot locker. Yeah. And now when I think about it, honestly, I never really... Did none of that. Like I never got to do none of that. Like I it was on never your mind, do... but you never got to right. Like I fixed. never got around that. And I'm not making it seem like I don't want to be on here. Like oh yeah, we was like we ain't dealt with the ultimate, the lowest level of poverty no, and stuff like that. Mean. Like niggas had shit. Like yeah. it's not like I was like oh we ain't had no TV, we ain't had no game. Like we had all I the slept with the mice had... on the floor. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah, I heard the crackheads arguing next door and shit like that. No. That that wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't the case. But at the same time, bills got to be paid. Yeah. And Ain't we lucky at a we certain got point, <laughs> Good time. I, I don't think people understand 
just how bad shit was in good times. <laughs> I really don't think. But I think people they can't, like, especially especially younger people. Yeah. Like they don't. They never really watch the show like, like that. So they hear good times over, like, and they be like, "Oh, okay, dynamite!" Like that. Like, yo, but run that shit yo, back. like, no, nah, this the theme was, song back. Like, right, like this was heavy. Shit, you know, yeah. like these motherfuckers was living in the projects. But, they, but that's what I'm saying. They the was, delivery was such a light tone. Like the delivery was a light tone. It but was, but then sometimes it wasn't. It wasn't. Like, they yeah, had sometimes some, it wasn't. Yeah, like, like it that, got serious. I ain't gonna lie. That rent party. That that episode. That was that was, that was sad. That, that shit, was sad. That, that, that rent party. Because I was like, damn. I'm like, yo, shit, man. Good times, man. Like, but, niggas eating food out of the garbage for real. Like, nah, we. I wasn't in no situation like that. But it's still situations where. Things come up and it's like your parents don't have no choice to be but to be honest with you because they in a fucked up spot themselves. Right. So uh you know, like my mom would come to us, me and my brother, uh, because we both was working, and she'd be like, I need X amount and I need X amount and I need it for this, or whatever the case may be. And when that would come up, It'd we working. Like, it would be like basically, damn, well, you know, I kind of, I learned at a young age to put your priorities on order. And when I did that, it was like it put life in perspective for me. Because it was like, okay, I want this, but I'm not always going to get what I want just because I have the means to do so. Things need to be taken care of first. And your people really need to be taken care of first uh, above all. Right. So I would say that's when life got real for me is when I first had to start paying bills, even though, I mean, it was my bills in a sense. I, I still look at it, it like, I, know, I, know what you mean. I mean, like, like that's why I said in a sense, because it's like, if this bill don't get paid, you don't have that utility. Right. Or if this rent don't get paid, you, you don't, don't have nowhere to live, live. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, yes, these are your bills. They're not your bills as in like your name ain't on them. But these bills is going to affect you in one way or another. They fall on you. Right. And that's when life first got real for me. Um, and, I mean, as life continued on for me, like those lessons just kept playing out. And it just was something that was always instilled in me. Uh, even further, because life just proved that going from there on. Another time I feel like life got real for me, uh, or it got more real, was when I for, when I first left for the military. Because um, thank you for your service. No, take these three <laughs> fucking pancakes one day no. out of the three hundred sixty-five. Ew. <laughs> no, but when when I, when I first uh, went into the military. It was funny to me because, you know, you know how it is when you first go to boot camp and like everybody be yelling and shit. And that shit said, was yo, comical. But yo, when you see these people comical. in there breaking down, crying, yeah. doing all this weak ass shit, and I'm like, yeah. yo, like to me, life got real in a different way at that point because I'm like, 
wow, I'm kind of glad it's for the funny. trials and tribulations that I went through because it's obvious that there's plenty of niggas out here that didn't have to go through a single thing. Right, and you people didn't know how to wash their clothes. Right, didn't know how to wash their clothes, didn't know how to wash their ass. Like, yo, you would that be surprised. There's like, some dirty right. ass niggas in the military, like, yo, yo. You don't know how to shave? Like, yo, <laughs> really? I'm like, I'm I don't like know what? Like, my father like wasn't even around. Yo, the ironing clothes, that's what got me. That's what got you. When niggas didn't know how to iron their clothes. I'm like, what are you talking about? Bro. Oh, yeah, man. Can you show me how you got that? Like that? Like, you you got the crease and there's no wrinkles. Like, how did you do that? And I'm sitting there looking at niggas like, yo, is you, you the, fuck the fuck serious? Uh, like, I'm like, uh, turn on the heat and apply pressure, nigga. Fuck. Um, like, what is shit, wrong with you? The laundry shit was it for me. That was that was my yeah. Whole thing. Like, my so that was like a culture shock, not in the sense of like, oh, so I had to adjust to it, but in an amazement where I'm like, it's niggas that haven't actually done this stuff. Yeah. Like, well, me, it's bro, niggas that I was don't complete know how to do though, things because that's when life got fake to me. You know what I'm saying that's when that's because it's like a. Well, there's a whole a, lot of fake shit. Yeah, you know, but you know what I, you know what I'm referring to when I say that's when life got fake for me because it's like, bro, this isn't what really goes bro, this on. Isn't real life. Like, yo, this isn't niggas real life. don't do this. Like, motherfuckers don't get pampered like this. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. don't get their hand held like this. Like, so that's when life got fake for me, actually. But no, I definitely understand what you mean because that was uh, it was funny for me. It was all laughs for me because it's like I knew that shit wasn't no laughs for me. That shit, was but that's corny. what I'm saying. I knew like <laughs> it wasn't. And my thing is, like, I guess I was young and prideful, but at the same time, it's like, I'm prideful because of what the fuck I came from. Like, I would be damned if I let some fucking bald head white <laughs> dude, you feel me, break my spirit as a man. Like, right. I'm a man at this point. Like, you feel me? Like, and I honestly, before that point, I was a man. And I, and I have arguments with my mother about this because I'm like, yes, you did you did your part, but you didn't make me a man. Like, that's right. what I be trying to tell her. Like, right, yo, before right, I right. turned 18 and before I left your household, I was a man because I was making decisions, whether they were good or bad, I was making them and living with whatever consequences came with them on my own. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why I was I was going into it like, yo, n- niggas not finna break me. And you know how they, they that's their whole objective in me. I'm like... <laughs> I you shitting me so right. that's like but that that was like kind of my flaw because like after a while they they noticed the bravado I was walking around with because I'm like yeah mm-hmm. I be mean, damn like if a nigga think he read you feel mm-hmm. me had me in this bitch right crying, run down on me you feel me or, saying, like, saying, like, crying for like a I'm soft yeah like no I'm not going for none of that <laughs> shit like. You like gonna a nigga take made me, out of Charmin like right, fuck I'm gonna have to die here. on two feet before you get me out of there mm-hmm. but. Uh, which that, is which is kind of a cool segue. I'm gonna let you get your last thoughts off onto being a man in general. It's crazy how that worked. Um, but yeah, that's when life got real for both of us. Me when I was experiencing death, and when my man's KB had to start kicking that bread out for them bells, them bells. That is funny. It as hurt shit. Me. I'm you know, scarred. you know, it's really funny though. I'm this, this is the real kicker though. <laughs> when you 12 or 11, and your mother tell you go get the mail. And you see that Comcast bill with your name, with your on, name it. on it. Like, like, Ma, I got mail. No, you don't give me that shit. <laughs> I got you. Look, me that. You be happy as shit right. you got mail. Whole like, I got time some mail, Ma. How the fuck you don't <laughs> give me that? The whole time you don't even know name. your credit score 390. Yo, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> credit score bro. 390, because nah, they done hit you man. with the whammy. <laughs> hey, man, say, man. My mother was a finesse though. That was I ain't gonna tell you how she finessed, but she she used my name, but she ain't used my name, my name. You feel what I'm saying? But 
Anyway, what, what's our last topic? Uh, being a man and what it is to be a mod, a man today. Because I feel like today, today's man, what we define as is not the same as what people defined a man back in the day, 80s, 70s, the generation that came before us, you know. Mm-hmm. Them niggas was like, oh, beat your wife. Oh, provide. hold on. <laughs> like, oh, hold this is how I see it. You know what I'm saying? Them dudes was, you, listen, hear me, hear me out. No, I'm not indulging it. I don't I don't never condone no corny ass shit like that. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh, but Whoa, hear me, hear me out. Nigga, yo. crazy. You said beat your wife. Yes, I said that. <laughs> you gonna choose this nigga over me? <laughs> your flesh and blood. Your your fucking flesh and blood. <laughs> Listen though, you play your too flesh much. Flesh and blood. Listen, right. You made me lose my train of thought. But like I said, <laughs> the man, I and I could be wrong. I can be wrong, but those dudes from that generation is nothing like us coming up and the, the people that's coming up after us. And I say that because their generation was Work hard, and that's oh, that's prime example. If anybody has never seen the movie Fences, I implore you. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it, but if and no one has seen it, I implore you to watch the movie Fences with Viola Davis and Denzel Washington because it paints the picture that I'm trying to explain here. But back to what I'm saying, the men at that time, it was like, yo, provide, and that's it. You feel me? You could be shut off emotionally. You could beat your wife. As long as you provided, that was it. Like, that was the end all be all mm-hmm. is to feed my family. That don't, that don't mean, like, I could work 80 hours, you know what I'm saying? Never spend time with my kids, but I make sure they got what they need and that's good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the idea of men then, you know what I'm saying? That's why. Mm-hmm. And even still, a lot of motherfuckers. Don't even meet that criteria because a lot of motherfuckers wasn't providing for their children. They wasn't handling their business. And this, I'm not. I'm gonna put this out there. I'm kind of biased. I really, I don't have great relationships with older men in general. Like I have mm-hmm. like a, a few, like my grandfather and and some men. But the men in the mid forties right now, late thirties, ah, we don't really clash well because of what my definition today as a man is like. Me personally, like, I I would say I, I had to make my own definition of what a man is, and when I make a when I make a standard, it's it's set high. You know what I'm saying? And I try to live up to that standard as best I can. So today in 2020, 2021, for those of you listening, I feel as though as a man is somebody that you know they provide. You feel me? They put they protect their family and put their family in the best situation that they can be put in. Um, they're present. That's that's a that's I think that's one of my biggest key things because motherfucker told me it ain't no guidebook to being a father or a parent, right, bro? Right. But in my eyes, you're right. It's no guidebook. You feel what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, just show up. That's half the half of the battle is showing up. You gonna make? I would some, say it's more than that. But that's what I'm saying. But I to me, it's like half the battle is showing up. If you fuck up. You fuck up. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we are human at the end of the day. We're going to have to address that. You're going to fuck up regardless. Everybody fucks up. There's no such thing as a perfect parent. Somebody's going to fuck up because you never did it before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even if you have did it before, you're going to fuck up because it's not the same person. You're not right. raising the same child over and over and over again. It's new lessons it's to learn. Clones. It's <laughs> right. It's not clones. It's new places to improve. 
But back to what I was saying is, you be present, you be there, you know what I'm saying? And you just try to be the best person you can be for the person you are raising, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, give an effort. That's, that's as, far as, as far as fatherhood now, that's, that's fatherhood in itself. That's not just being a man. But me personally, man, being a man is being honorable, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, being respectful, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not being a whole-ass motherfucker, your character. That's, that's what really matters to me is your character as a person. How mm-hmm. you treat people, how you treat the woman in your life, how you treat your mother, how you treat your wife, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. how you interact with your coworkers, how hard you working, is you is you devious, is you out here just, you know what I'm saying, doing anything to get to the top? Like how you how you maneuver? Like that shit is big to me. Like, yo, move with integrity. Move as a leader. Don't be a follower. Think for yourself. Like this is the shit that I told myself as I'm growing up and like, yo, what kind of man do you want to be? You know, mm-hmm. when I'm sitting, when I'm sitting in the mirror, I'm sitting thinking to myself like, what is somebody that I find respectable? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. at the end of the day, you know, like, granted, we all got our flaws, we all got our shit with us, we all fall short, but try, my nigga, do your part. You know what I'm saying? A lot of my, and that's, and I think, man, you had this conversation before because nowadays a lot of niggas don't even try, like. Your woman might not be asking for much. Your children might not be asking for much, but you could at least try, my guy. Like, so I went on a quick rant, but what what should like what's your definition of a man in general and your and a man today? Somebody above else is accountable. Uh, above everything else is accountable. Um, real shit. You make, That's real shit. You make your decisions and you prepare to live with them. Real shit. And it's you making the decisions. It's no, you might have outside influences in the way of advisors or girlfriends. But when it come down to it, I don't know what niggas into, but boyfriends or shit like that. Hey, but that's your prerogative. That's none of my business. You know what I'm saying? Right. But regardless of what the situation is and who you got in your ears or whatever like that, you making your own decisions. And you prepared to live with them for better or for worse. And that better goes from anything of whether you about to wash your ass in the morning <laughs> to, oh, I'm about to make this business move and it could make or break me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, you're going to uh, have to live with that. You know what I'm saying? Whether <clears throat> right. it fail, you, if it fail, you're going to have to shake back from that. Right, exactly. Uh, but the important thing is, is that you making your decisions and you holding yourself 100% accountable for whether you succeed or fail in any one aspect of your life. Uh, I feel like that's of the utmost importance it really for is. anybody I, that's uh, who's going to be or who considers themselves, excuse me, to be a man. And I think that's why men nowadays, they don't get the the reaction from other men and women that they desire. You know what I'm saying? People be having these expectations like, oh, my woman's supposed to do this, she's supposed to do that. My nigga, who the fuck are you? What the fuck do you do to make her feel compelled to be submissive or, you feel me, to cater to you? Like, what type, what's the magnitude? What's your bill? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I feel like that's where a big problem is and motherfuckers complain, but it's like, but what have you done to afford this luxury, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I definitely, <clears throat> I agree with that. I feel like... Because I was already going in that direction anyway, I'll say that the way that humanity is headed, the social norms are changing. Very I mean, much that's, so. That's obvious. Very that's much obvious. So. You don't even you don't even have to be somebody who's willing to accept that to acknowledge that that's what's happening around us. It's the social norms is changing. Men are developing but because with of higher, that, and masculine, higher levels of masculine. <laughs> 
uh, the masculinity in males or females and the shift femi- the feminism in male or female is getting to be become very gray blurred very gray and because of that i feel like we are at a time right now where it's it's gray like is 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 very gray and um that's not going to change anytime soon in the foreseeable future uh, part of me feel like that is good, but then a part of me feel like it's bad because you got women who feel like they need to step into a masculine role because the man to in their lives, right, yeah, ain't, you like ain't, it. ain't fulfilling their duties as a male. And vice versa, I feel like uh, like a lot of men might exhibit um, feminine traits or whatever like that, because they feel like that's something that they never acquired. Because either the woman in their life, i.e. their mother, whoever they was dealing with, maybe who was raising them, didn't necessarily display that feminism right. that they needed. Uh, it's, it's always a balance. Um, I believe that every child needs their mother and their father in their life. Sometimes and I feel <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like you need your mother and your father in your life. And um, the thing now is because the lines is getting blurred, because it's such a gray area involved in masculinity and, and, um, and feminism. That even if you have both in your life, you still might not be getting necessarily which was required, you know, still uh, in the way of like being nurtured and stuff like that. You still could be missing. That's something. what I'm saying. The best. That's, um, that's why I say the best. As far as being present, that's the right. best thing. You know I mean, you gonna yeah, fuck up but regardless. At, but at a certain point, at a certain yes, and like I said, I feel like it is more than fifty percent. Right. But that being said, and if it is more than 50, if it truly is more than 50%, that still don't mean that it's 100%. So right. there's still other things that are very important that you need to when handle. it comes to, you know, being a man that you have to handle, just like you said. Moral of the story, we got to do better. <laughs> Fuck, we need to do better, man. It should be sad. Like, when I look around and I see, like, it's not too many men that I respect, even at my age or older than me, that I can be like, oh man, I can look at it and be like, yo, that's a that's a respectable, solid dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. really, it ain't much to me. It ain't it ain't much for me. It's like, yo, handle your business, respect your wife, respect your mother, take care of your family, and don't be a hoe. When I say don't be a hoe, it's like, don't be moving. What's the word I'm looking for, bro? What's the word? Just don't be moving in like a, a weirdo way. That's don't be best. on turkey time. Yeah, don't be on turkey time. And and you should be all right. You cover those three bases, you know what I'm saying? You handle your business, you handle your family, and you don't be on some weird time. And then everything else we can figure out. But half of the dudes ain't even doing that, you know what I'm saying? They picking drugs over their family. They picking niggas they met a year ago over their woman. You know what I'm saying? That's been with him since middle school. It's just weird out here, and I don't like nothing about it. Like, so. Yeah. That's my shit. I mean, I feel like that's a part of the social norms. I mean, yeah. let's not pretend like social media don't have a large part to play in that. But uh, that's my it thing. Def- it definitely like, do. As a man, you got to 
find your like you gotta lead your way. You can't right. just I let get niggas. That. But what I'm saying is like you. like you said, you said you don't like what you're saying out here. And um I mean, I would say anybody who thinks along the similar along similar lines will have right. to to a certain point agree. It's like what you're seeing out here is, is getting real <laughs> weird. Like what you would consider your typical stand up guy almost don't exist no more. It don't at all. It don't so at all. that's um, why I'm trying to I'm trying to set the definition all over again. I'm trying to I'm trying to set I'm trying to get a blueprint. No Jay Z, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. um, only thing I I can say as far as like influences and stuff like that with people becoming men is just make sure that you are the, that influence. Make sure that you are the influence. Make sure that you are what you talk. Be the about. change you want to see in the world. Right. But if you don't want to get that deep into it, excuse me. Um, if you don't want to get that deep into it, then just your immediate circle. Like like your brothers. Like Do your, what you can your friends. You can. Like your um, anybody that's looking up to you, your sons and stuff like your that. Nephews, you your nephews, your little there, cousins. Your nephew, everybody right, Your nephews, attention. your cousins. Your immediate, like people who you deal with or engage with on a regular basis. Just make sure that you that. Make sure that you that and make sure that you tell them that it's cool to be that. Like regardless of what right, you might be saying out Right, like, you know. Like and we even, got even if promoting the bullshit. Right. Like if you if you feel like you outnumbered, just know that that means you standing out. Right. I'm um, trying to get these niggas with no stripes to be official. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and now that's that's an almost impossible job. I'm convinced at this point. Yeah, uh, you can't make somebody something that they not. But what you can do is make somebody something before they become something else. Right, so, right, right. Um, you know, it's that nurturing. It's like getting to getting to the youth early, getting to these young men right. early. You know what I'm saying, know, pull like, a coattail. Like said, you know what I'm saying, getting their right. ear. Like yo, you know this the, you know, what you doing? It ain't a good look out here. That shit or. Like okay, like I see you was trying to do the right thing, yeah. But go about and it even this if, way, and even you know if you saying? fail, like, carry, carry it out this way. Even if you fail, right? One day gonna come. You know what I'm saying, God willing, that they gonna realize, like, damn, I can't sit here and say ain't nobody tell me that this was what nobody it's gave be. you the key. You can't yeah, say nobody it's just gave that you the keys. List. But it's it's best that you even still gave it to them because at one point they're gonna grow up and be like. Let me go holler at this person because right. when I was younger, they told me this. Yeah, I had they to always learn, kept I had to learn the hard way, right? But I know they was right now. I can see that they was right. I right. was, you know, what I'm saying like, yeah, like I had to figure it out my own way. But it was truth in what they were saying. What they were saying, you know, and um, I just wasn't receptive at that moment. So yeah, the modern man, I feel like it's blurred. I feel like it's it's somewhere in the in the in between masculinity and fem and being like feminine. Yeah, it's a balance. But, it's a balance. Um with that being said, I feel like uh a lot of the traits that I see on a day to day basis Oh shit <laughs> leans towards being feminine. <laughs> and that's that's discouraging because it's like when when you want people to succeed or whatever like that, and you want people to be the best version of themselves, but you can't help people's upbringings and and stuff like that. Like, Ooh, heavy, it's, heavy, heavy, heavy talk. Heavy it, talk. It weighs on you because it's like, <laughs> yo, like, 
I can see where you could be a great person. I can see the potential in you. Right. However, but it's like I can't, I can't, I can't force you to be something that you're just not going to be. Yeah. So you got to take that first step down that path. Yeah. The mo- the modern man, I, I would say, is a person um, who needs to find that balance. Like I said, accountability above everything. Um, availability for me. Accountability. It's the availability for me. I mean, yeah. that's that's right behind it. No, I feel uh, you. If not right next to it. Um, accountability, availability, um, God, like finding that thin line in between masculine and and feminine, and understood. People like yeah. I know you understand, but yeah. just just to give Break clar- it down. provide clarification, um, it's nothing wrong with tapping into. Certain feminine aspects, i.e., um, the emotional hygiene. Yeah, <laughs> hygiene. I hope hygiene. You're a mani petty, my guy. Like, it's nothing wrong. That with too. Yeah, simple shit like that. Simple shit like that. So, in that sense, yes, hygiene. Like, like people, uh, heck, like, and I'm, I'm surprised. I'm bitch. surprised. I'm like, yo, it's twenty. 20 and I get like the manicure pedicure uh thing like I try to get it like on a regular basis at least at least on a monthly basis yeah but it surprises me like how sometimes I won't even feel comfortable <laughs> mentioning the fact that I get a manicure and pedicure around certain people because I know that they're the too immature yeah, yeah, yeah to conceptualize the fact that it's not yo it's yeah. not me in there getting my nails painted See, red and blue and pink and yeah. green it's me having going in there and getting my nails clean that's the funny like thing that. about and, it though because like, taking care of myself I personally I love being in those situations because the moment I'm like approached with that type of energy from a dude you feel what I'm saying you catch a female and you and you you show the, the social experiment. Excuse me, man. If a man has long nails and they got dirt all under them, is you letting him touch you? Ew, no. If a man gets a pedicure, manicure, what you think about that? Oh, I love that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then motherfuckers hold like now that a woman is speaking, right. they whole idea and concept of it change. You know what I'm saying? But they, it don't. But it don't necessarily change their view on it. It's just like. Or at least in my opinion, like they'll still look at it like, oh yeah, that's some gay shit to do. Or yeah, but it's like a lot of the stuff men do, like you doing, it's for the approval of woman, right? When it comes down to it, yeah, that's that's a fact. I won't argue that, but at the same time, it's still a certain level of oh, that's that's gay or some shit like that, like embedded in their subconscious. That's fine. Um, I'm not doing it. Which for is you. weird. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. You know, I know. I mean. it, no, I'm I not saying that to say that it makes me not want to do it. Like no, I I'm still gonna do it regardless. It's just like I don't even want to have this conversation. Yeah, like, with like you, yo, niggas. I can't have this conversation with you because you can't conceptualize because you consider yourself so much in the on the side of masculinity that it's like you can't even fathom sitting there and really all they do is clean your feet. Scrub your feet, you know what I'm saying? And to me, I look at it, and when I look at it, I'm like, this some king shit. Like, yeah. I'm like, this some king shit. Like, if but I if, if you I know, was you ru- know. If I was if ruling you know, the king, you know. if I was ruling the kingdom, this is part of my morning routine. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You like the royal look, 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 the royal penis is clean, your <laughs> highness. Like, like, yo, like this is some king shit to me, but yeah. 
when you it's amazing when you talk to other people or other guys and, and they don't see it that way. They see it as like right. something uh nine, that's feminine or something that's gay ten, or something like that. They came from those guys that worked all day, fuck they feet up, fuck they liver up, fuck they buy ain't never take care of themselves, mm-hmm. but they provided. They was the they was the toughest of the toughest, you know what I'm saying? The roughest of the roughest. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like my thing is what does that matter as long as you provide? <laughs> what does that matter as long as you provide? But the modern day man, I feel like they got they gotta uh they gotta find that balance. They Perfect gotta balance, yeah. Yeah, it, it's not it's not being a hundred percent. Divine masculinity, masculinity. It's that's not, all it is. It's being able to give yourself over to your woman in an emotional way, yeah, like not just in a like physical that. way. Like yeah. yeah, you can fuck your way through a lot of things, Bro, you know what I'm saying? We have to stress talk about like that. that. Shit. But you can't fuck your way through everything. Yeah, you can't fuck your way through everything. Sometimes you're going to need somebody (laughs) to listen to you on them days where it's like, yo, I'm not believing in myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely vice versa. And then when the roses reverse and say your lady come to you and she like, look, I'm going through this. You need to be that masculine energy and that force that she can depend on. Or you need to be... Oh, I'll say I'm speaking to me personally, right? I'll speak, I don't want to speak to nobody else. Mm-hmm. When my woman come to me with certain things, I need to be delicate enough to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Whether mm-hmm. instead of me looking at it with masculine energy, like, oh, my nigga, you'll be all right. Just figure it the fuck out. Like, you, you good. Know? You, <laughs> you good. good. <laughs> like, figure it out. Like, like shit, that be, ain't nothing. You good. You got to <laughs> be tender enough to be like, okay, she don't need me to, you feel me, I guess, i.e. motivator or tell her to, you know what I'm saying? She needs me to be. Caring, loving, you know what I'm saying, nurturing. She needs that from me right now. She needs her energy built back up. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like you gotta have a certain balance to be able to do that. That's all. Yeah, so I mean, as far as a modern day man, I feel like all of these things are key. Like they essential. It's it's needed, especially with the way that society is moving and it's evolving and it's doing it rapidly. Um the man that's going to succeed, the man that's going to find himself in a position where um, he's respected by his family, and I mean, like, by his, like, mother's father, his siblings, and things like that, and then his immediate family in the sense of, oh, maybe his children, uh, his woman, his wife, whatever woman that he's dealing with at the time. Right. Um, The man that's successful in that spectrum is going to be the man who can find... That medium. thin line, yeah, that medium. like that thin line in the middle. No, when you gotta slap the fuck out somebody, right? And, and it's like, when like you gotta, when, and it's like when you yeah, being tested, when you being tested, show patience, understand yeah. that you being tested, and like, okay, this person really ain't about that. I don't always have to go to the max right. to to prove myself. Right. Like, like, okay, it's a logical game. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you said, oh. <laughs> You ain't really about that. But we, right. we, you know what I'm saying? We ain't going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that offline. You right. Know what I'm saying? You, know what I'm like, you got to know how to conduct yourself. Right. That's exactly. All. You got to know how to conduct you know when just, and where, what cars to play. Exactly. Knowing, knowing how to um, move in a room full of vultures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know how to move and handle yourself in any given situation, whereas though you walk out of it still being the respectable one. That's fair. Um, that's that's, that's a while good also balancing that that masculine and that feminine energy that everybody have, but some people just choose to ignore, ignore exist. Yeah. That um, was a that was a good note to end. As opposed, as opposed, uh-huh. just throw that uh, in there to the previous men because we talking about modern men versus you know what I'm saying manhood as yeah. it might have looked in the past. Um, the guys though, like like you said, like <laughs> right, <laughs> right, like where. 
Um, I think that was too much masculine. The, uh, the, like that's too much red, red forming. Yeah, you know, on the red forming tip. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, as opposed to too much masculinity, which might have been an issue back in the day, where it was like, okay, I'm gonna do all of this, and only thing I want you to do is take care of these kids and make sure this house is clean, or. Right. You know, not acknowledging the fact that that is a job in itself, and that's difficult. Very, very um, much so. Salute to those women. You know, right? So, uh, like the the modern man versus men in the past, uh, and the, or the one that's going to be successful moving on in the future is the one that can adapt to that um, and be in tune with everything. And even if you don't consider yourself to be like, oh, I'm not settling down. Like, I'm getting with all these women, blah, blah, blah. Fucking like, blah, blah, blah. Bitch, yeah. If you want to be successful at that, you're still going to have to find that balance. Like, yeah. like you still want to have to find that balance to be successful. It's not going to be, a, oh, yeah, I, I'm... I exude this bravado, like it's oozing off of me, yeah. and that's what's gonna work. I'm an alpha you're like, male, right? Like I'm an alpha male, like blah 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 blah. blah, fuck blah, you, blah. Because your woman, your woman <laughs> wants you, you to be an alpha male, but at certain times where she wants you to, it's dial gonna, it it's back. gonna come a day, uh-huh. like yeah. yeah, like where she wants you to dial that back, yeah. or she wants to see that you can do it, yeah. um, when it's necessary. So yeah, modern men. That was a that was a great conversation. Uh, I do have a question for you, though. Shoot, I do have go a question. Here go the bullshit, man. Here go the bullshit. <laughs> what is the main thing that influences your decisions? I feel like this ties in well. What's the main thing that influences my decisions? Being my a penis. man. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, my values. It would have to say, like, what do I value? Because it's been plenty of times... Uh, I think sometimes you've been around for other times you may not have been where you come to certain crossroads where you got to make a decision. It's like, all right, what is honorable to me? So mm-hmm. it has to be my values when I make certain. Honestly, what it really comes down to is uh, if it, if whatever I'm about to do, how is it going to be received and reflected upon my family? Like mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, like, all right, for example, I'm a college student right now, right? And say hypothetically, I'm thinking like, oh, fuck college, you feel what I'm saying? And in result of that, you flunk out of college. I look at it as like, all right, how can I sit and tell my family, yeah, I had this perfect opportunity, but I flunked out of college. Like That's how I look at it. Like how, right. when it comes time to face my family, like how can I, like, can I still face them and be proud? Mm-hmm. You know, like when it comes down to it, like, oh... Or, oh, I got three different baby moms or four different baby moms, and I, I barely even know one of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, when it comes to, like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. can niggas respect my actions? Granted, we all go through shit, but you get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. certain things is like, how will my family receive it? Like, oh, or another example, uh, say if I get arrested, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, I got arrested. I need y'all to come bail me out because I had three ounces of crack on me. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, like, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you, doing? Are you doing? Like, yo, you're an intelligent, what are you doing, dickhead? you're an intelligent individual. Like, why? Like, I'm, I'm disappointed. That's, I think that's the biggest thing I hate. Like, and mm-hmm. I always, I think I always hated that. Like, I didn't give a fuck about a lot of shit, but when it came, when I came home and I heard those words, 
I'm disappointed in you, that shit hurt me more than anything. So I yeah, think that definitely hurt. Me. I think that's what it is when it come down to it. Like, will I disappoint my family by making this wrong decision? You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes niggas be willing to risk it. Niggas being me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'll just have to risk getting this ratchet bitch pregnant. <laughs> you feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. That, that's my. Uh, that's how I make. That was a good ass question though. That's how I make my decisions. What about you? Before we wrap up, my sons, like my kids, like that's fair. Um, that's fair. I mean, that's kind of that's, any, sim- that's simulated. Like, like yeah, saying? like any any parent. Um, that's actually a parent. I got to that camera. That's it. That's actually that's actually a fucking parent. Any parent that's actually a parent, I'm pretty sure is going to understand that, and I wouldn't even necessarily have to elaborate on it, but I'll do it very quickly. Any decision that I'm making is going to affect my kids in one way or another. Right, right. And to not acknowledge that would be to say be fuck stupid. your kids. That's right, you know saying, fuck like, your like, kids, yeah. it would be like it's it's being stupid and it's being ignorant. So every decision that I make, um, whether it's even directly or indirectly affecting them, I have them in mind. Um, before that, I don't even know how I was making my decisions. I mean. <laughs> To be honest, because it's like once you have kids, your entire perspective changes. Like on like, you're not thinking for yourself. So anymore. right, it's like it's literally like it's a self. It's like you go from necessarily having, and I'm not saying selfish in a negative connotation, but you have a selfish. It's like oh, it it's is. me. Yeah, I mean, it's selfish, me. It's me. That's all what you am know. I doing? That's, what is this going to affect? Or yeah. as far as me, uh, as opposed to. Okay, now I have these little kids running around and yeah. they depend on me. Yeah. So any decision that I make, um, whether I decide to get up and go to work in the morning, whether I decide to yeah. Yeah. Um, slap the shit out your coworker. Right, Slap, slap the shit you out your coworker. Uh <laughs> anything, like whether you decide to get into some shit in the streets, it's like yeah. that's always in the back of your mind. It's like, is this worth yeah. possibly not coming home to my kids? Yeah. Like, is this, or per- is this putting worth my kids in harm's right, way? Right, is this or- worth me not being able to, you know what I'm saying, put money up for what my kids might need uh, upcoming in the future yeah. and things like that. Stuff. So, yeah, like uh, my kids is um, definitely the number one thing that I think of or the first thing that I think of when I'm making my decisions um, with a small caveat to purpose, you know, like in purpose in life. Yeah, what direction um, you hit it in. Right. So, I mean, as far as like my kids, like I said, they come first. Um, anything that I do, I keep them in mind. But at the same time, it's like you can't ignore your purpose as a man. That's why I said this. I feel right. like this question ties so well into the last else, topic yeah. that we were talking about. Um, because if I'm not fulfilling my purpose, shit ain't right. I'm not right. Nothing right, is right because it's like if I'm not fulfilling my purpose, I feel empty inside. And if I feel empty inside, I can't possibly be fulfilling my duties right, as a father. As a father and, you as know, a, like in some way, shape, or form, if I'm not fulfilling my purpose, or if I'm not, or if I'm purposeless, I'm cheating my children of something in some way, shape, or form. Preach. So. Uh, Children and purpose, my purpose. I would say that those are the two things uh, that, was, that had any decision that I make. That moved me just a little bit. That moved me. I appreciate that. Hey, man. Well, 
Hey man, say man. Hey man, say man. We came hey man, to another, say man. We came, came to another, another conclusion, episode, man. You know, came to the conclusion. Came to another conclusion. Concluding man. this conclusion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I don't know whose accent that is, but that's somebody's accent out there. No, it's not. No, it's yes, not. it is. Listen, yes, it is. This is another end of the Do for Self podcast. Do 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 for self, 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 self. I am yours truly, one of one. There will never be another me. Skip along with Kev. K E V was on some bullshit today. Dot B. Come on, you heard me. I apologize. I apologize for those that had to hear this. My last and final few words is may peace be upon all of you. That's it for me. Fuck, is you a Jedi Knight? I might. (laughs) Fuck no, (laughs) bitch. I might. (laughs) Yeah, but you're not. (laughs) I'm about to cut his mic off. Get your get your shit off, please. Get your shit off. Um. He already said, "Peace be unto you." I said, be the, for- "The force is with you, ass nigga." But uh, you try to be positive, and then it's always niggas pulling me back, me baby, telling me you negative in <laughs> Say- my life. <laughs> now that was some bullshit. You talking it about me? That was some me. bullshit. That was some me. bullshit. That was some bullshit. Right, stay humble. I'm fucking out of here. Stay humble. Stay focused, everybody. Peace.